Welcome to The Bridge. Fun conversations on culture, life, and everything in between. And welcome to The Bridge. We are a show that connects East and West. My name is Jason. I'm originally from California, but I'm living here in beautiful Wuhan, China. Today with me is Alex. Hello, everybody. This is Alex Shu. I am from the cold and beautiful part of China, the Northeast, and I'm speaking to you from Beijing, China. Find us where you get your podcasts. If you like the show, then consider pushing the like button or giving us five stars. Suggestions, comments, anything you would like to share, email us at welovethebridge at gmail.com. We love the bridge. Today we're going to be talking about romance and Valentine's Day. That is our topic. But I do want to talk about, uh, you know, at this time of the year, from where you're from, you have the Harbin Ice Festival, which in itself is kind of romantic because someone could bring their, <laughs> you know, uh, would-be or existing lover or marital partner, spouse, fiance there for a beautiful significant romantic others. significant other partner. Uh, there's so many terms these days. Uh, they could go to the Harbin Ice Festival in the northeast of China, which is the largest ice festival of its kind anywhere in the world. I have never been. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I do all that setup for nothing. <laughs> and I bring it down in this instant. It's it's part of, it's like the ice sculpture, the ice light, and then all of the ice glides and ice slides and stuff. That's just part of our childhood. You know, it's like in every park. Oh, it's so just you not, didn't see one particular city, but know, you did see of that Of course, stuff. I've seen stuff that's on a smaller scale. Hmm. I've never been to the actual festival itself. So in the festival, what people I don't think realize is that they run electrical lighting through like tubes and like, you know, stuff all throughout the structure that they're going to then build. So then they build these huge ice structures that are full of light. The Arc de Triomphe made out of ice or something. You go inside of it and it's all lit up. And it's like green and blue and colors and there's like LED screens and stuff like and it's it's like you can walk around inside of these structures, not just look at them from the outside, but they have like, you know, ex structures that they use to serve meals in and you can go to an, what do they call it, an ice hotel? I don't know what that is. It sounds awful, but <laughs> there is apparently an ice hotel. But like, you know, I've seen pictures. I've never been. All my friends except me have been. So I guess that's both of us, but I'm not from there. So that's my yeah, excuse. I'm not from there um, either. But it, it's it's gorgeous. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things that people all over the world have seen the, the pictures of. I mean, maybe you're not from that exact <laughs> city, but you're from the region where that happens. I know, I know, I know. It's like, I mean, I've never been to the actual festival itself, but I know how how big it is and all the you know the items that are there that you just described it's like frozen in real life you know i don't know for sure but i'm i feel certain that someone you know in new york has a coffee table book that is just pictures of this festival it's a, one of those things that's oh like really? it's globally known i knew about this way before i was interested in coming to china it's one of those things that i'd al always heard it's of. funny how things at home and overseas are looked at so differently like this is like, oh, yeah, it's there. We know it's there every year and nobody makes a huge deal out of the, the ice festival. It's great, but people are not going to just travel just for that. I guess some people do, but most people who yeah. live closer yeah. to the, uh, northeast China or people who live in the north in general, they're not going to make a huge fuss about it. I didn't know that people would. It has such a, a you know, it's so widely known outside of China. Oh, yeah. It's one of those things, you know, like you're like watching Channel 5 News and they're like, oh, it's the time of the year where they have the Harvey and Ice Festival and they show you some pictures really quickly. It's like it's it's globally. It's a known event because it's the biggest. It's like the biggest ice festival of its kind anywhere. Oh, wow. I guess. I guess one of these winters, I'm going to go check it out. But I'm also becoming, I feel like the older I am, the less tolerance with cold that I have. I am... <laughs> 
not I'm not sure if I'll be there and enjoy myself to the fullest. You might have be interested. There's this thing they invented about 10,000 years ago called a jacket. Uh, that doesn't <laughs> cut it, Jason. That doesn't just cut it. <laughs> Okay, so it is a romantic place to go, I'm sure, because of all the lights and it's beautiful. So if someone were going to pop the question, as it were, for their would-be future partner, potentially, who's going to say yes, going there would be lovely. But what is interesting or, like, topical is that Valentine's Day is around the corner. And it's going to be the time of the year where I'm going to soak myself in all the proposal videos and then the failed proposal videos. What? You made videos of people proposing that you said no to? No, I didn't make them, but I <laughs> I would I would find them online and watch them as so much oh, really? fun. Oh, my God. I didn't know this was a thing. So what? that's something I can go. I can go on tonight and watch people tragically cry and roll around on the ground. And all right. You might not want to do that on a weekend because <laughs> you and your wife are not going to have any time together because those things are so addictive. Wow. Oh, I thought kittens, you know, I just got into that. There's this monkey I, I watch that takes care of three ducks. And it's like, wow, this is so cute. <laughs> it's got, no, but it has 60 million views. It's not just me, Alex. so random, Jason. If you've never seen cute until you see like a an infant monkey taking care of baby ducks. It's the cutest thing. You, it's, it, it doesn't get any cuter. It's the pin up, pinnacle of cuteness. First off, how do these two species even get at the same species? Space. Some human put them together and said, <laughs> I'm so going to be wrong. famous on the Internet. And now they That's are. That's so wrong. <laughs> no, but, but uh, oh, trust me, if you are, a, you know, if that gravitates you towards it, if you start watching proposal videos and then the failed proposal videos, oh. it's going to be. Oh, it's I only want to see the failed proposal videos if it's no, like in a stadium with 40,000 people watching and there's like a, a Goodyear blimp with the question oh, on it. And then and then she says, no, I'm going to be like, oh, that's perfect. Oh, that's you know? nothing. But if it's just some dude like down on his knees, like, oh, no, she said no. I don't no, care. that's nothing like proposing in a, a stadium and the person being proposed to refuses. That's like not even, you know, really? It doesn't even know the the fail. Oh, trust me, you would you would have a great time watching those videos. I'll give you one example. <laughs> I'll give you one example very quickly. This guy was proposing to this girl at this weird place. It looks like a mall, but there's like a little, you know, kids train running across them. And apparently mm -hmm. he did not play this. So he was playing a guitar and he had like a quartet kind of thing with him. And then the girl was very, you know, apparently super unaware of what was going to happen. and. Uh, every two seconds she just kept telling him to stop 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 or like let's talk about this in the beginning she was more you know she was kinder and trying to just whisper that and leaning in to tell him that and the guy was just like nope i'm gonna go out with my weird location proposal and he kept going and he was playing his guitar and then after about five minutes the girl got so pissed and just lost her last ounce of patience grabbed the guitar off of his hand, wow. smacked his oh head goodness. with the guitar, <laughs> and left. It was so, and so, I was like, I don't know what the relationship was like before <laughs> this, but oh my 
God, that moment was crazy wow. dramatic. You, know, you remind me of another story. I wasn't planning on talking about this, but this somehow it dug this up. There was a couple years ago, this really trending in China because it happened in China. Somewhere in the south of China, this guy bought this like red Lamborghini and he had all these piles of like by Mao Tai stacked up, which is really expensive. And he had like this huge like group of people behind him and he was proposing to his model girlfriend and she was like, no. Nah. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, oh, so she left. And he flipped out and started picking up bottles of Mao Tai and smashing them on the ground. And he just lost it. And it was just like so funny. And some, you know, I'm sorry. Sometimes money is not all you need. Exactly. My and if you didn't know why or you want to know more, check out our other episodes where we talk about this <laughs> in great detail. <laughs> There's two different things, you know, there's misreading and then there's some people just ha live in their own minds, you know, like about a romantic situation. Yeah. They're not just misreading. It's like they're deliberately like just insisting that their emotions transcend other people's emotions. Exactly. I'm so glad you said that. I, I don't like this because here's the thing. Even though I've never been married, I know that from all of my married friends, you don't have a proposal unless both of you have talked about it. Well, I don't know about that. Not necessarily, huh? but, really? but you should have a, you should, you should have been dating long enough and you should have a reading. Exactly. You know, you have radar and you need to like, boot, this person likes me and they call me up and want to hang out with me deliberately and are not just using me for my Porsche. <laughs> and you know, like you need to like have a feel, see if maybe, maybe these people, their problem is not just that they're selfish, but they have really bad radar. Yeah, but it's like when you say that you need to have a reading if they don't even perceive other people's emotional reactions they probably don't have a reading of what the other person is yeah yeah so yeah, i guess yeah. a good rule to go by yeah. just to make sure that you already have the conversation before you you pop the big question yeah yeah so would you like to grow old with me someday <laughs> oh i guess so. and then okay yeah i've got a okay yeah. got some you know background questions yeah. you know do an investigation pretend you're right? a detective prep me a little bit <laughs> prep me just a little bit so i know what you're gonna do mm, uh, mm. but oh but these i mean okay i know we're talking about valentine today it's supposed to be like you know romantic and, and i don't know tragedy sounds a lot more fun now <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna go this way you kind of directed it this way sorry. but now that we're over here we're in a really fun place so sorry it is though but that's what i was i was going to correct you when you said you're <laughs> you're only you only want to see the failed ones you have to like you know prop yourself up emotionally watching those really sweet ones and just cry for like an hour and then an hour wow <laughs> i spent a lot of time watching them you know are you is this a hint to your boyfriend is that what you're trying no, he's listening to this one no, huh? i've watched too many videos I've, I've watched too many videos my idea my standards are super high up there so it's hard to meet but it's like i've started watching because i was watching dance videos and then there were like dance proposal videos and then there's like the best dance proposal videos and then there's like the best dance proposal videos in the world and that's already five playlists that i've just like read like watching through and then at one some point they're gonna dance proposal wait a minute my head is spinning. I, I, I about twenty seconds ago, I was like, "Wait, what are you? What is a dance proposal, Alec? Is it like a dance off? This is like West Side Story yeah, with rings." Yeah, yeah, basically, <laughs> except for like the the audience, the targeted audience is just one person you're trying to get married to. So, doesn't that person see something coming when twenty people come out in spandex or something? Well, you, you would think that you would think that it's for somebody else. Am I going to be sacrificed in some cult? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, that's what's happening. No, but like you would you would think 
<laughs> you would think that's for somebody else. You wouldn't think it's for you, right? Like, so who looks at a crowd and then just think, oh, that's for me? Like, <laughs> well, if you're in the chair sitting alone, so wait, how do you? How does this person become an audience of one? Are there, are there other people in the audience around them that are faux audience members? Yeah, oh. the, or they just come in from come, you know, pop up from nowhere and they start doing this dance, and you're it's like, like an Indian movie where everyone just starts <laughs> dancing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's called the China Woods. <laughs> People do this. People dance off like uh, engagements. Yes. Well, you don't have to dance off, but you just. <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. Sorry. Like I, w- I was going to propose, but now you really need to step up your dancing game. <laughs> <laughs> what if the proposee, right? They jump into the dance and start like, is that okay? Uh, yeah. I mean, they will back off the recent one. I watched this like really popular video in, um, it was, it was a cheerleader squad in, uh, I forgot which team. I don't, I can't remember Utah jazz or something. I can't remember, but they were doing their, uh, you know, performance between the, the quarters and the lead. Uh, cheerleader was in the center stage right and then all of a sudden the music she was still doing her move and the music suddenly changed and everybody started doing another choreography and she was so lost and confused and scared and all of these emotions concocted together and then she was like looking at other people and then she tried to follow it was so it was <laughs> precious she tried to follow when they throw their uh, their hands up in the air and she threw her hands up in the air and she was like oh my god I am gonna get fired off the cheerleading <laughs> squad I think that's what she was thinking and of course they're playing Bruno Mars's marry you or marry me marry you whatever that the name of that song was and her boyfriend comes up like the so her boyfriend got the rest of her cheerleading squad on board with this kind of mm. you know uh, plan yeah <laughs> whatever you call whatever plan. you call this plan right whatever you call it and then her boyfriend comes on and there she he was like would you like to marry me he's like yeah wow. you know wow that's that's intense uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I was just like in a park and I got down on one knee and she's like, yeah, sure. Whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> at least you got on one knee. There are a lot of people who are like, just like, oh, should we get married? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> just go. Well, I mean, maybe that suits their personalities because if she said yes and it was informal, then I guess they all kind of know each other well enough. Right. Yeah. You don't have to like, I don't know, skydive into the middle of like a stadium, Dodger Stadium or something. Yeah, that's that's no. <laughs> that's too much. See, yeah. What if you're in? I was thinking about skydiving as a method of proposal. And then like you just like, oh, where's the ring now? I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. OK, this is I, Jason. When I say I watch a lot of like proposal videos, I'm not lying because I just watched the proposal video of a skydiving instructor oh proposing to his girlfriend. <laughs> Wow. Okay. She was, yeah, she was in front of him and then he took the video and then he took out a piece of paper and then she was crying and all of that. I was like, do you have that much time when you were falling <laughs> off the sky? Yeah. Today we're going to 7,000 feet. Why? We need these masks. Don't worry. Don't ask questions. Yeah. And then the moment when he took out the ring from his pocket and gave it to her to put on his finger, I was like, you're going to drop the ring. You're going to drop the ring. That ring's going to get lost. Maybe he had it like tied to a string or something. It, uh, from the video, it just like it was in his pocket. I was like, God, you're crazy. So 
you know, Valentine's Day is, I guess it's Saint Valentine's, which makes me think it's Catholic or something. I'm not Catholic, but, you know, if it is a saint, then there must be some saint of love and Catholicism that this is originally based mm -hmm. off of. But, you know, they celebrate this in America. I think it's the number one thing, you know, like there's no other bigger like uh, holiday. But China doesn't just have Valentine's Day. It does Valentine's Day because it's become the international <laughs> one. But Ch China has what, like four or five of these days. I know you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say yeah, that. So could you be our tour guide through the Chinese romantic holidays? Yeah, sure. All right. Look, we didn't have a you know valentine's day but you know in in a way that you know america or the rest of the world didn't have a valentine's day it became commercialized and became a thing mm. that people like to do ceremonial things to celebrate their relationship you know china didn't have that either before um but we did have a, a holiday called the qixi holiday which is the seventh day of the seventh month of the lunar calendar it comes from this chinese uh you know mythological story of one of the fairies in the heavenly court came down to to earth and met a guy and then her mom was you know opposing their marriage of course so the the mom took out her hairpin which is silver hairpin and she drew a line in the sky which became the milky way and in chinese it's called the river so the silver river and the the fairy and uh and the guy the human guy were separated by the silver river they can't see each other but once every year on that day on the seventh day of the seventh month all of the crows will fly over and form a crow bridge so that these two loved uh, loving people loving couple could walk across the crow bridge and meet each other just once per year and chinese people took that day and turned it into a holiday that you know lovers and couples could express their affection and appreciation of each other so this is a lunar That's calendar. It's a lunar calendar thing, so. Dang it, it's one of those things I'll never figure out then. Just look at which day the all of the e-commerce platforms are doing promotion. Oh, yeah. That's, yep. Just look at Taobao. If there's hearts on it, so, okay, it's time. It falls on later August or early September most of years. There was one year it fell on my birthday, but I had no boyfriend at that, that year, so. That was a shame. Mm, mm, uh, mm. I could have asked for like double gifts and stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's one of the Chinese Valentine uh, Valentine's days. Uh. There are two <laughs> more now. So Warling, which is, you know, 520. That means May 20th in Chinese, because when we first started, that actually started with the Nokia phones, you know, the like back in that 10 years ago, when people are trying to type in messages instead of typing in ni, which means i love you in chinese and everybody read after me ni, right like right um so people are too lazy to type in the characters or they want to be a little reserved with their emotions so instead of typing out the that three words exactly they'll type out this three numbers that reads five two zero arling yeah five two zero and it sounds sort of like ni. i still don't think they sound alike but they use that and then right i can i can kind of hear it yeah so so wait a minute so you're saying nokia started the one of the valentine's days of china i guess this is just all of those old cell phones where you have to type like <laughs> oh. a lot and the keys are harder to push if you could push five the text message valentine right that is and so that's the that's the another chinese valentine's day and then i guess another another one would be november 11th which is 11 11 is that but it's called singles day so what is it it doesn't it's <laughs> it's not about singles it is about singles day but also like i don't know like you also spend a lot of money to remind yourself that you're not single anymore isn't there a day <laughs> I, I, i'm confused maybe 
I, I maybe I'm misreading something. There's a day uh, where women are supposed to show their talents for like sewing and stuff traditionally. Yeah. Okay. So then these four. So Chi Sure, Chi Shi, Chi Shi, Chi Shi. Yes. Uh, Wu Arling. Uh, double 11, uh, that's November 11th, and Global Valentine's Day. Global Valentine's Day. <laughs> I love that naming. <laughs> it's just, but I'm trying to sort it out. So there are four, each of them, are the, these both members of the, uh, the couple buying things for each other or is there is there like one gender supposed to buy for the other gender are there rules for each of these or is just like whatever Taobao tells us we're supposed to be buying pretty much what Taobao <laughs> tells us what we're supposed to buy like I don't at least I don't think it's if it's Valentine's Day I always make sure I buy gifts it's kind of like Christmas to me you know but except for buying family buying uh, gifts for the whole family I buy gifts for uh, my boyfriend I, I want to show and I know a lot of people are posted this whole commercialized uh, uh holidays idea but i was like look we're really busy we're really busy during you know the rest of the year we don't spend time we rarely keep time for our loved ones to really just you know enjoy it and 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 remember and be appreciative about just us so if there's one day in a year that we could express that i would love to take advantage of it and then just do it you know if you're saying this is just like any other day then why would you why would you oppose doing that just like any other day which should be something that you should do which is show appreciation of your partner yeah and i guess if you're not well to do or whatever you could just write poems or something right or like make something i'm not i don't Oh, so no, you're no poetry doesn't cut it. No. Okay. So I, I, you know, in, in San Francisco, New York, Boston, Philadelphia, wherever you are in America, what you have a lot of is like florists. And in China, we have those too. All over Beijing, all over Wuhan, wherever I've been, there are florists or sometimes just people selling flowers. You know, you go to Jianghan Walking Street or San Leitun. Yeah. There are people just by the subway. They're just selling flowers. They're usually cheaper than the actual ones in the real proper florists. And if you go on all of these, uh, you know, Alama and, you know, Meituan uh, apps, you have florists. And so it, those are not just for like, you know, one of the reasons you can buy flowers is to show romantic love for yeah. people. And so so that's a thing here too. This is a similarity between America and China, and that flowers, flowers are kind associated of, with love. Yeah, flowers kind flowers kind of work across the planet. I felt like if you give someone flowers, unless you pick the wrong kind of flowers, but every I think every living human being in this world knows that roses is for love. So if you want to just give you know roses, you're you're okay. But also like you know, as far as one of those things, like if they're the only gift on the list, it's almost like there's no gift. But Ooh. yeah, but if there's no flower, it's like yeah. mm, something's missing. What if it's a full bouquet of like, you know, 24 red roses with like the lights that light up in the yeah, that's not enough. You need to get something else, too. Yeah. What, what's the other thing that needs to be there? It has to be like a yee. It's a card or chocolate or like what qualifies as a, an acceptable accompanying gift? Minimum. What's the minimalistic accepted accompanying I'm gift? I'm just laughing because it sounds so spoiled. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's, you have to give, you have to present a gift that's special to the other person. Uh, so you okay, know? they like X things, so it needs to be no, X. Jason, I like X things. It's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute. Can it be something that's wasted, like disposable, like chocolate and chocolate and flowers? Done. Unless I'm like a chocolate connoisseur, 
if you give me just chocolate and, and flour and be like, that's lazy gifting. Wow, like, then I've been doing this wrong my entire life. Hey, if 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 the, the other person likes it, then that's all that matters, you know. Wow, I'm just yeah. I'm just spoiled. I've always just been okay, here you're he I, I've always been a chocolate or flowers person. I wasn't ever chocolate and flowers even oh, well. or customized gift. My thing. Oh, here's a difference. If I no, OK, I shouldn't say if I am, if I was <laughs> previously in my, you know, not yet married phase, the proper courtship materials can be everything. Poetry and like drawings, paintings, yeah. music, flowers, chocolate, all those things. I did a lot of it. But now, you know, like I'm in a stable relationship with my wife. We're happily married. If it's a special day, mm -hmm. she gets either chocolates or flowers. That's pretty much like I've done i ticked the box i finished that's how I, I i you know oh maybe dinner yeah maybe we will go out or, or see a movie or something go on a date or go for a yeah. walk in a park or something but i'm not gonna like oh she likes the xbox i'm gonna here's here's some flowers and an xbox oh i would totally love that <laughs> i'm like hey love here's here's a bouquet and uh what do i want the most right now uh here's a bouquet and a new computer i'd be like oh <laughs> you know what actually something my wife and i do this is a true story is that we uh when we want something throughout the year uh -huh. we say oh we you know we split our budget up a little bit relatively evenly and so like she's like oh i want a video game or i want or i i say i want like a musical instrument or whatever yeah. we will say to each other great this is your gift for your birthday and then just buy it oh. <laughs> so then later when your birthday comes around you say yeah don't you remember february you got that like you know video game system that was your you're done <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we just like it's the sponsor of the gift is the day which it doesn't actually have it i know yeah, yeah. i know but it's just for me i guess for me i just like you know it doesn't have to be it's really not about how expensive the gifts are mm. it's about whether you're putting thoughts into what i'm giving the other person you know when i said so like, poetry then yeah see easy done uh, yeah yeah what's that really short poem in japan what's it called uh haiku haiku done flowers in a haiku I put my heart into this haiku. <laughs> Did you though? <laughs> I spent an hour at lunch writing it. <laughs> Look, this is why I said it's not worth it. When we were in Boston, we were like out. There was six of us and our friend Jarek. Our friend Jarek wrote five haikus within a matter of 10 minutes each. Whoa. Yes, one haiku for each the person. The haiku machine. He's a haiku master. He's not even Japanese. He's American. And he wrote five <laughs> haikus for each one of us. And it made us feel hella special that night. That's why I'm like. Wait, you were five ladies? <laughs> well, guys and girls, different people. But he's just like, okay, it's a challenge and he's like all right i'll take on it and he just he's just wrote it out i i have a picture of it somewhere i, I can't find it but it was like oh man you're great was it what's his name jerry jerick yep jerick jerick writes haiku <laughs> i know sorry i no, know no, that should be his new uh channel on tiktok yeah actually he he could like go to work for hallmark or something if he can pump them out that fast <laughs> he would be the most popular writer in hallmark <laughs> like hey jerick put a little bit more thought into this i need this for my wife and try to do it <laughs> you know An 
anniversaries. You know, my parents are of a particular religion. You know, were, I guess, mm -hmm. or are. But they don't celebrate most holidays throughout the year. One of the only things that they celebrate is their wedding anniversary. So that always stuck out in my mind Aww. that dad would always come home with chocolates and flowers and, and maybe take mom out and leave us all kids at home with my old, eldest brother in tyrannical charge with a pizza or whatever. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> we're all watching Freddy yes. Krueger's, you know, <laughs> and, and I want anchovies. And so, you know, he would be in charge and yes. mom and dad would go out until really late and whatever. And so like they always celebrated that. So that was always important to me. So when I, you know, I know a lot of Americans, it's the cliche. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's a TV show cliche that a lot of Americans don't remember the anniversary. But I very much remember all of the anniversaries, the anniversary of my, when we officially became boyfriend and girlfriend, the, an the anniversary of our engagement and the anniversary of our marriage. And my wife and I usually do something special for all of these. You guys are, I am going to start branding your story to every single person around me. But you got to remember, I'm not flowers and chocolate. I'm just one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you make it, you make it up with all the anniversaries you remember and celebrate. Most people I know only celebrate their mm -hmm. wedding anniversary. I would just say, you know, it's about a mnemonic, guys. You know, for me, I just chose a special day. If the day that you do remember is the first day that you bought your first Harley Davidson, then just one of those years, that's when you get engaged and then you'll not forget. Exactly. Exactly. That's that. Be that has become such a, you know, like a benchmarking line in TV shows here to know that this like on in a TV show, if the wife goes, I spent our uh, I spent our anniversary alone, blah, blah, blah. You know, or, or they're not going to this is not going to last like this. This marriage is going to end. You do not let your wife <laughs> spend anniversary, your anniversary by herself. I, I think I think it's important. I like that. I, I'm not going to preach it to other people, but I like anniversary. I think it's important to celebrate really quickly. And then I just want to touch on this as long as it lasts. But there's this girl. This is a famous thing that happened in um, China just recently in the last few days. There's a girl who went was going on 10 blind dates that her mom and dad had set up for her. <laughs> and she on her fifth blind date, she, she went to their house and there was yep. quarantine happened. Yes. And she's now in her fifth suitor's home living together with this potential suitor together while they're quarantined. People were kind of debating or, the, you know, like uh, uh, trying to it's the beginning of guess, a movie. Yeah. Or whether it's real or whatever it is. But like whatever it is, I, I watched some of the videos she posted. It's kind of funny. She's, you know, she was like, oh, hey, I was going on blind day set up by my parents. Now I'm living in this house because we can't leave the, the compound. And uh, he's uh, cooking a lot. At least I don't have to worry about washing my clothes or cooking because he's taking care of all the house chores. And she's like, <laughs> at least this guy knows how to take care of the house. OK, not too bad. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Apparently he cooks and he cleans and he works. The she wrote that. So he's already maybe he's at the top of this list of 10. But, you know, this is definitely either going to be a movie. I kind of hope that they end up hooking up because I want the end of the movie to be positive. And, you know, the thing the thing about Chinese movies yeah. is they're not like Hollywood movies. In a Hollywood movie, the ending is always almost almost always a really positive. Oh, everything worked out. And, you know, whatever. Mr. Kushner and whoever hooked up and they're going to be married. And it's all good. But like the thing about China, a lot of Chinese romance movies. Natalie Portman. Yeah, yeah, sure. But a lot of Chinese.
these movies, they end and it's not the wonderful ending you were hoping for. It's a real big surprise. Usually there's they're more original with endings and sometimes they're very tragic in, in China. So it doesn't always end up with boy meets girl and girl and boy end up happy together after their spat. Sometimes it's just like, bye, you know, like, OK, <laughs> credits roll. So like I'm, I'm hoping that this works out because I want when someone does make this story into a movie in China, it to have a positive ending. I was having a really dark twist of the plot, but I'm not going to talk about it. <laughs> ooh, 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 I, you got my curiosity. Uh, you will. You will. No, just, Our fans need to know, Alex. No, it's just, it's just, you know, what if like it's lucky that it's a good guy? What if it's not a good guy and someone oh. that, that really annoys her and then that makes her lose all of the faith? You know, like <laughs> <laughs> I realized I need to be single. <laughs> yeah. And then she goes home and starts to rebel against her parents and things just go down there from there. It's I don't know. It's there are a million ways that story could go from that starting point but i i will say i had a different reading on on the romance uh trend in china i felt like a Go lot ahead, of okay. a lot of the a lot of the movies i've watched have happy endings and you know chinese movies in general have tend to have a more positive tone but i guess i watch a lot of like independent films in in the states that are very critically claimed you know they they're always very controversial they're they're you know about social criticism and they reveal the dark side of, of capitalism or dark side of humanity and I'm always like i don't need to watch a movie and be reminded that of that i live that every day you know like this is a world i live in i don't need to be preached about it that's but but like on the other end if i'm actually watching a movie that makes me feel like yes i know beautiful things beautiful moments like this do exist i'm like all right at least i can you know feel good movies there's nothing wrong with them people like to you know put them down but i like feel good movies well you know i can't remember the name of the movie because oftentimes when i watch a chinese movie i'm just like okay i that's the english name and no one's gonna know that when i go to tell them the name of the movie so i always just don't know the name of movies but there is a joe dong you movie <laughs> <laughs> where don't you come on our show now already <laughs> <laughs> she's engaged and she's getting married and she sends a wedding invitation to her high school sweetheart and he's living in america and that starts with him receiving a letter of an invitation to her wedding and in the movie he flies back to china to attend the wedding and they meet in and this is real and uh in the movie they like kind of flirt again and like realize that they did have once have this thing and then the movie kind of takes this twist where they run away from the wedding together and end up together and then he snaps out of it and actually what happens is they end up getting married she ends up getting married to this other other guy oh. and so like i remember this movie as being like wow that's not what would have happened in america <laughs> like in an american movie it would have been like he wins her way like in the graduate right yeah in the graduate which everyone says is a tragic ending i don't i'm not really i don't really understand <laughs> but in the end he steals her away from the wedding and they get on a bus and roll away mm -hmm. but like that's the american ending of the movie is like the protagonist the two protagonists in a romance movie will end, we'll up, typically end, up, together. end up together at the end of the movie despite all of the adventurous terrible things that happen to them on the way but chinese movies generally they're like we're just gonna go our own way we don't care what like the hollywood tropes are and they have like more original kinds of endings that's 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 my take that's my take yeah i i guess oh but there's one funny thing i don't know if you saw on um on, on weibo like i realized that last time we talked about joe dong yu jason you and i were actually talking about probably different movies and then when people heard that episode they were like oh everybody thought we're 
talking about a different Joel Dong movie. It was, <laughs> it was very, it was very funny. I haven't seen that movie yet. I think it's a uh, that movie with with this one is the one that you talked about, and then I was talking about that scene on the frozen river. I do remember a scene. You know, I think I've seen every one of her movies, but I don't know exactly which one you're talking about because I don't know the names of them. It's something I need to actually probably work on is like starting to remember the names of the directors and the names of yes. the producers and the names of all of the movies. Maybe that would help my Chinese Probably. Out. So, um, cash. Ooh. Cash is a cash an acceptable gift in any situation when it when it has to do with romance, or is that just like what it sounds like in America? Some people <laughs> like to send on usually only on Warling on May twentieth. Uh, some people like to send a, a home bow on WeChat that says 520, oh. you know, 520 quai, which is like what, uh, seven to 80, 80 bucks, $80, you know, like yeah. wireling. That's just a, a way of saying like, you know, hey, here's some money. That's not a significant amount, but I'm giving this to you for showing that I care. But again, if that's the only gift, that's a no, no, huge no, no. You could give me five quiet and 20 cents, but like do something else that makes me feel appreciated. Okay. You know, um, I, while you were talking about doing something to make me feel appreciated as opposed to cash, which I agree with completely, I was just setting you up to see what you would say. I found the movie that I was talking about. It's called My Old Classmate. Um, That's the English name of a 2014 movie with Joe Dongyu where they imagine running away together uh, during the wedding. But in the reality, they, they don't end up. To, he snaps out of it and she marries the other guy. Oh, that is a completely different film. That I think I really is different. Oh, wow. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I did not know about this movie. I, I hope I, I well, I guess basically just destroy the ending for you. So I'm so sorry. Alex. <laughs> That's okay. I'll still watch it because I like the male the male lead in that movie. Ooh, yeah, he's a very handsome. He man. is, and he's from Dongbei, so. <laughs> Ooh, Dongbei boy. Yes. I don't know if it's true because I've never actually been up there, but I hear that Dongbei men are really tall and uh, like built. Then my dad is just <laughs> my dad is an exception to that. A lot of Dongbei people, Dongbei guys, are you know a little more buff than 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 other guys from mm. other cities. So but. you know, there's a tradition. Maybe you do know, maybe you don't know in Western culture that each year you're supposed to give a gift made out of a particular kind of substance material to your your partner so like for example like a 70th year is blue sapphire oh, and like i think oh. 50th year or 30th year or something is like gold and so like, yes my wife and i've been married seven years i'm not sure what it is but like when we get to 10 it's like only like paper well you know i'm still in a wood or something i'm still in the cheap end of things so i don't have to worry yet but that as you get <laughs> as you get up there it starts becoming more and more expensive and rare kinds of elements or, or like, I don't know, uh, yeah, you know, just just materials like uh, that you have to buy as a gift for your, your partner. I, I OK, I was, it was funny. This came to um, I came across this post because someone's like, yeah, when you get married for the first year, that's called paper marriage. Mm. And then the second year is like wood marriage or whatever. And I didn't know that because I only knew there was like uh 60 year and 70 year marriage which is like 60 year it's called jinhun which is like i think gold marriage because mm. there's so this is chinese yeah because there's a tv there's mm. a tv show called that that was it came out i think like 15 years ago it's about these couple and their 60 years of uh marriage life and it was very it was very 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 well made um and then i know that i think 80 is diamond or something mm. wow okay yeah 
I, you just got to keep making more money. I know, you know? but I'm like, <laughs> I'm never going to see those. Like, I, I'm already 32. I'm turning 33. Like, I'm not going to see me 80 years. You don't, don't know with all the t- cy- cyborgs. <laughs> you know, I like, I like, they could uplay, upload your mind into like some sort of like robotic android cyborg person. But I like how you always change your voice when you say cyborgs. You like, yes. <laughs> but you know, like, what's it called? It's a, it's Elon Musk company Neuralink. They're like working on, you know, being able to use your brain to interact with technology directly without having to use your hands or mm-hmm. your eyes or face or, you know, your voice. You would just be able to control. If, if, if they could do that, the next obvious step is uploading your consciousness into like, and then, hey, you might be around for thousands of years to comment on all kinds of bizarre things. Oh, my God. I feel like I would become an evil old person. <laughs> well, you're in a computer. In a robot's mind. In a robot. Yeah. yeah. If you have a robot body, though, you could be super strong. Uh, yeah. And then to be a force to be reckoned with, Alex. Oh, God. A force <laughs> to destroy, more like. <laughs> Must destroy. See, that's yes. if we're all cyborgs, you know, we're all we'll also be strong, you know. Yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know what what do you call a marriage that goes on for like 200 years because we all live like 500 years. You call it what you call a divorce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're married and it's 10,000 years later, like, oh, wow, this is a the long haul. <laughs> yeah, I think people talk about eternity right now because it's still attainable. You know, like if I love you till the moment that I die, that's fine. But if I don't even know when I'm going to die, be like, I'll love you forever. Mm, debatable. <laughs> so. Maybe well, you know, right now that these uh, oftentimes they say till death, do you part? Maybe they'll say until your human body death do you part in the future or like till till power out do you part <laughs> <laughs> until the big blackout exactly if there's no power then you're done for so what about if, if you're rich do you want a super expensive gift so like you're super super okay firstly i gotta i gotta qualify you already have a yacht in this scenario okay okay you already have an island you already have 10 houses you already <laughs> have a helicopter okay <laughs> so now you're rich and do you want your husband to get you something super expensive or do you want something like do you want a poem on a napkin not on a napkin but (laughs) (laughs) you know okay look here's 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 how i think which probably represents at least a good number of my you know my sisters out there for christmas we had a we had a you know gifting session and the gift that i got from my friend not not my boyfriend but our friend who's a very good friend of ours uh her name is pp and she's just like you were like oh my god pp are you preparing our gifts the whole year because it would be like the christmas gift that we always get from her would be something that we've mentioned just so casually or mindlessly in our conversation and she just remembers it and then like christmas comes around it's the gift that you just very casually commented on or very casually complimented and that's the gift that you get you're just i just warms your heart Mm, like mm. it makes me feel like you care about our conversation you're always present during our conversation Mm, and you you know you give us the gifts that make us feel like you really care and you really you know take seriously of what we say and the the any information that we exchange. So I think it goes, it's the same when it comes to relationship and all of these gifts as well. So rich or poor. Rich or poor, put your heart into it. It needs to be a very well thought out. High oh, my. <laughs> shout out, Jared. Jared. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, you know, I like Christmas, but I always disliked that Christmas had become a consumer thing. And it's about like kids getting like the rocket ship and this toy they're going to play with for a week. And it's just going to sit at the edge of the carpet until you tell them to put it in their box. Mm. And it sits at the bottom of their toy box and they don't play with it until it's time to be thrown away or whatever. Or given to someone else who wants a rocket ship for a week. Right. So like I was I had, I had this friend named Ben and he always said books, you know, like especially for kids, like give them yeah. give them books. But, you know, I also feel that making something with your hands. Oh, absolutely. Especially something that doesn't like, you know, isn't going to go and choke a dolphin to death. <laughs> you know, something out of wood or paper or like something biodegradable, like even something that will just go away in a few weeks is more ideal. Like, especially, hey, books are made out of paper. They can biodegrade, right? Yeah. Like anything that is like not going to just go into a landfill and make the world a worse place, like an Ultraman made out of plastic for some kid who's not going to like it in a few months. Yeah, I I think that's that should be something, you know, we should push that. That's uh that's a very good trend. And then especially if you if you hand make the gifts you're giving the other person, it, it just means so much. So I guess haiku haiku is okay. At least you write them. But here's the thing. Let me give you an example. There's a girl that I knew a couple years ago. I'm talking about a little girl. She's like six years old. She made a Christmas tree by gluing acorns onto the side of a Costa coffee cup upside down. And she made a Christmas tree and gave it to me. From a, a six-year-old, I'm like, wow, this is incredible. But yeah. if a 30-year-old gives me that, I'm like, what is this thing? <laughs> <laughs> okay. A 30-year-old, you probably need to do something a lot more than that. Look, okay, here's an example. My my very good friends, I have a lot of good friends. This is reminding me. And then I'm going to send this episode to them as well because they're going to hear their names. My very good friend, Jen and Charles, they've been together for... Whoops, I don't remember how long, but a their long daughter's time. a long time. Their daughter's 14 years old. So when wow. they got married, when they got married, they didn't do the 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 expensive diamond ring, you know, and the, it wasn't just, you know, the <laughs> the the husband give uh, the boyfriend give the girlfriend a, a ring to propose with and stuff. Like they went and made a ring for each other. And then the so for 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 Jen, her wedding ring is made of this like piece of little piece of uh stone that they picked up together when they were in i think what? malaysia it's like a yeah rock? it's a nice piece of rock it, it looks like a, it's not crystal it's pinkish or i can't remember i could be wrong but uh, they made it for each other and of course it doesn't look perfect or super expensive or fancy but charles made the ring for jen and jen made the ring for charles and that's their wedding rings. Mm, mm. I think that's like the best wedding rings I've ever seen in this world. I've seen expensive ones and they're so pretty and so bedazzling when I look at them. I'm like, I want those too if I were super rich. But for a wedding ring that your spouse actually made it for you and with your name and carved on the inner circle. Yeah, like, that is that is going the extra mile. Yeah, and it's not even I send it to a person to 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 make it. I made it myself. Like we made it together, and that's what we used to to honor our marriage. I think that's super special and really environmentally friendly. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, you know, I would really like something that's also custom made to me. You know, okay, for example, my wife made me one of those stamps that 
Chinese stamps, you know, like uh, it's like a little, it's a, it's a stone, yeah. right? Oh, she carved it for you? No, no, no. She didn't carve. She had it carved. Oh. But like that's still, still, yeah, exactly. She had it professionally carved by someone who does that so that I have my own chop with my Chinese character name, Shang Guan Jiawan. Yeah, yeah. And so I could like put it in some red ink and if I like the painting, stamp the paint. It doesn't, you know, in Chinese culture, you don't have to make the painting to put your name on it. You can just go around stamping stuff. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah. So like I, it's, it's, you, the emperor is like, oh, I love this poem. They put their stamp on it. Yeah. So sometimes when we buy those like Chinese like rollout like art, I'm just like, yeah, okay, Shang Guan Jiawan poop <laughs> approves of this. Painting. It makes you feel. It makes you feel really important, doesn't it? Yeah, because if painting stays around for 50 years, your name's on it still, and people are gonna like. But just that movement of just that move of you. Who is King Shang Guan Jiawan? I never heard of Emperor Shang Guan Jiawan. I know, but just a, just a move when you stamp it, when you like, you know, you put it in the uh, the paint or whatever, yeah. and then you put it on the paper and you have to gently press it and then when you move it it's like it's like this thing every time i, I mean i didn't push a, a a stamp on the paper too many times but every time i did that with like a jade or a rock whatever a stamp there's always that sound effect goes off that goes off with the, the action because like i press it on it goes boom and then when they <laughs> when i lift it it's like da! <laughs> As much as I like to say that I like to make things, I actually, while I like to preach that, I don't always do that. So mm. I want to just say about the double eleven holiday this last year, because China's pushing this dual circulation economy where they want people to spend money. Well, it's a great success because approximately three trillion U.S. dollars were spent over four thousand five hundred companies uh, for double eleven this last year. So yeah, that that's an impressive amount of money spent for one day this maybe this is china's trick they need what they need is two or three more romantic there should be just one some one a month where you have some big romantic holiday to just spur the economy forward because the chinese economy is roaring forward you can always have another romantic holiday yeah but it, you know when you have too many of it it kind of just dilutes the meaning or dilutes the importance of each one I don't know how, you know, then you have to pick one and people are, you know, we're social animals when the entire society is doing something we'd like to be part of it. Mm, mm, if it's mm. not that many people doing it, then what does it really matter you know, but, at that point? You know, the, I mean, you're right. And I agree with you. I also think this when I was a kid, I remember hearing about Mother's Day and my first thinking was. Why is there one day, you know, like, yeah. so I told my mom one day, oh, I'm going to make you breakfast in bed because Mother's Day. And she's like, don't do that. No, 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 no. Don't go to all that trouble. And I was seven. I didn't know she meant keep. Yes, do that. I didn't couldn't read between the lines. So that morning I was watching cartoons. <laughs> like on TV and she comes out and she's like, I don't know, verklempt is the right word. Like not. Oh, my God. A little frustrated. Like she's sitting there in bed waiting for it. And then she's like, Jason, I thought you're going to make breakfast. I said, you told me not to. <laughs> like, I, I'm seven. I don't know what like saying one thing and meaning another. That's way too complicated for my brain to process. I I know. I know. My mom does the same thing. She's like, oh, yeah, uh, I don't want anything special for. Uh, yeah, she does. For, for, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then there was there was one day uh, there was one um, open mic I think or or something when <laughs> someone went on stage and said oh yeah I forgot that person said 
it's Mother's Day and I forgot to t- call my mom. And you see five people in the audience just freaking out at the same time. Pulling their phones out. <laughs> They're like, oh my God, I need to go outside right now. Can't watch wow. this. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're kind of talking about missing Mother's Day, but what are the consequences in China? Are there consequences? Does it even matter if you forget like it's double 11 or Valentine's Day or an anniversary? Do, do Chinese women get like up in arms? Are they like, hey, what happened? Where's my chocolate? <laughs> I don't think this is a, a there's a culturally uh, specific thing that you a reaction that people would have to it for me. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> so it depends. So it depends on the lady. It really, it really depends. Some people, some ladies will just be like, whatever. And other ladies are like, you die now. <laughs> yeah. Some, some ladies will be like, how could you forget? How could you, you know, you're reminded there's, you can't escape that on Valentine's Day. You know, it's Valentine. There's no way that you're going to, sometimes I see TV shows and they're like, oh my God, I didn't even realize today is Valentine's Day. I'm like, that's complete nonsense. The moment you open your eyes on Valentine's Day, even before that, till you go to bed, you're going to be reminded 2,000 times from different channels, different media, different people that you see. You are going to know that it's Valentine's Day. Whether you want to celebrate it, that's a different matter. And that's, you know, you wow, can choose wow. either way. I think I just walked inside of the mind of a woman because I have literally just like, I don't know it's Valentine's Day. And then later. It's, really? Yeah, totally. Yeah, completely. I, I'm like oblivious. And maybe uh, some kinds of people consume certain kinds of media and other people consume other kinds of media. Because like my, my media go to are like news sources and they don't just <laughs> say, hey, it's Valentine's Day when you're like reading like the Foreign Affairs magazine or something, you know, when you go to like economics, economics or whatever, it'd be like, oh, this year's Valentine's Day is seeing a growth in consumption. You know, da, da, da. Oh, uh-huh. right. Ooh, busted. I, I think it comes <laughs> up. It just, you know, it doesn't ring a ring a buzz or, or anything. You know, I find it. Well, firstly, you know, OK, a couple there's a couple things we don't have a lot of time. But firstly, for people who are single, you know, I always found it peculiar and, you know, not like like bad or anything, but peculiar that single people oftentimes choose other single friends to have a quote Valentine because they don't want to be left out of the loop for the holiday. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes, you know, two friends of that who will just say, hey, will you be my Valentine? It's like, haha, yes. But like uh, they, there's not always a romantic element to it. I always found that yeah, a, little, sure. a little strange, you know, I don't think that's true. You don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. One of the two people oh. wanted to be with the other person. It's more movie material right there. Yeah, it's absolutely movie material. Do not buy in. Do, do not buy that people. That's not one, one of them is like, oh, please be my Valentine. When you when the one person when one person asks, the other person says, yes, it's like 
like it takes two to clap or it takes two to tango. I always thought it was more of like a amicable. Okay, for example, it was New Year's 2002, I want to say, 2003. I'm standing on the, I was in San Francisco. I'm standing at the pier waiting for the fireworks to go off. Uh, a young lady I'd never met before walks up to me and says, when the clock strikes midnight, can I kiss you? I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> but in America, kissing at, at the tick of midnight means you have good romantic luck for the rest of the year. Yeah. So after we pecked each other, you know, like just touched lips, basically, we both went our separate ways. There was nothing <laughs> more to it. And Does it, someone know about this? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like my point is that sometimes a Valentine is just a Valentine. It's not not like my heart throbs for you, you know, like. So New Year, New Year's Eve, I understand. I understand a lot more. Valentine's Day is like it's specifically for lovers. And if you're like, I don't want to be left out, I, I don't know. Then you'll be like, if you want to be my Valentine just for the day, especially if you guys know each other, that's awkward. Mm. Well, I'm going to leave it there. You said it. That is all the time we have, Alex. <laughs> I welcome more discussions on having your friends as your Valentine. Guys, email us and let us know what you think <laughs> about this question. Can you be a platonic Valentine or not? And maybe we'll talk about your comments on the air in one of our future shows. Yes, please. All right. Goodbye, Alex. Always lovely talking to you, Jason. I'll see you next Likewise. time.